Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Defense! Defense! All the hard work, let's go! College football today. We're about an hour away from the 12 o'clock kick of week number 12, the calm before the storm. Welcome to College Football Today, brought to you by BetDSI, Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, and Gabe Morenci going through all the top 25 battles later today. We talked about Georgia Tech and Virginia, talked about Utah and Colorado. Turn our attention now to a solid Big 12 battle. We spoke about West Virginia, Oklahoma State. It is now Iowa State on the road in Austin to face Tom Herman and Texas. Texas with a monumental win last week in Lubbock. Last second win over the Red Raiders, Rich. And they've won four of the last five over Iowa State. David Montgomery not playing in the first half here, but I still think it comes down to Sam Ellinger, the offensive line of Texas. Give me the Longhorns. Don't love it, but I'll lay the three in this matchup. Yeah, I don't think it happens against this defense. And Sam Ellinger's had a very nice maturation yeah. as a sophomore. has done a good job this year, overcame the shoulder injury. But that defense of Iowa State, that staff in Ames has done a remarkable job because the names don't roll off your tongues. The Ray Limas, yeah. the Brian Peavies, the Marcel Spears. We know them because we do this for a living. Average fans do not. I'm not sure NFL scouts know. <laughs> and yet that defense is the top D in the Big 12. Now offensively, the one concern, yes, Montgomery out for the first half, big loss. But Brock Purdy has injected something into that offense that we haven't seen in a very long time. Purdy to Akeem Butler. I like Iowa State on the road. In this de facto semifinalist game for the Big 12 title game, I like the Cyclones. They're the hottest team outside of Norman right now. I think they go into Austin and beat that inconsistent Texas team. They lost this matchup 17-7 to last year in Ames, but Jacob Park was the quarterback then. It wasn't yeah, well, that was still Park. Wow, right? it was. That, that feels Jake, like about five years ago. I know ago, right? Jacob Park with his mullet. He had seven mullet. quarterbacks yes, ago. Seven quarterbacks ago. I like the over here. I mean, Texas, I do too. Texas yeah. to me, Gabe, seems like they're just rolling sevens when it comes to overs. So give me the Longhorns in this matchup. Yeah, you know the numbers. All it's funny. All the numbers and all the trends say take the under in this game, which means you're right, Joe. It's going to go over the number. I, I <laughs> That's mean, the way I can't this take an up. under with that. But, I just want to talk about Matt Campbell a little bit. The great job he did with Toledo. Then he goes over to uh, to Iowa State uh, here. And uh, we're talking about 9-1-1 and against the spread his last 11 games. Last 32 football games, 24-7-1. That is unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. 24-7-1. That's what I say. I don't care whether it's California. I don't care if it's Alaska, guys. This guy can coach, okay? He can cover numbers, and he can coach. He can coach in Ohio. He can coach in Iowa State. He can coach in California, or he can coach anywhere else. The guy's a come-recovery machine. He just doesn't run his mouth. He doesn't talk. He doesn't get in these drama things, and you don't hear his name linked with major massage parlors like Tom Herman. <laughs> and you know what I mean? The big drama. But Campbell is one of the winningest coaches in college football, if, if you're betting. here, going up against another very prolific coach in Tom Herman. 
Man, another one of these Big 12 games, guys, going to come down to the wire, in my opinion. Real tough to pick, but I got to ride the wave with the, the, the hot cyclones here. Yeah, it's, uh, this one's tough because Texas, like I said, won four of the last five by 8.7 points per game. The way you have to attack Iowa State's over the top. They're giving up around 229 passing yards per game. They don't have a running attack. Even with Montgomery still only averaging mm. around 129 yards on the ground per game, they're going to need to run a little bit better on the road. I lean to Texas, don't love it, especially as a favorite at home. They're expecting right. to win this game. But again, we'll see how it plays out a little bit later. We talked about it. It's on the Longhorn Network, which yeah. is uh, pretty... Is that, who gets the Longhorn Network? It's a subscriber-based uh, sports it's, uh, package. Very, yeah, yeah, it's a very... It's an it's like the Pac-12. It's an add-on. It's an add-on. It's an add-on. So. And, and listen, if you're not College a Longhorn fan... Yeah. You're you not going to have it. Their network's been an extreme bust. Yeah. Let's just call it out yeah. for what it is. But they're partnered with ESPN, so that's why... Yeah, that's and that, why. that was the thing. I mean, you know, Notre Dame got away. They didn't have the conference affiliation. I'm not saying that, you know, these teams, Texas can't start their own network. It's, no, no one cares enough. They could have cut a deal if they had the legal right to do it. Sure, was certain any TV network would have said, yeah, sure. CBS would love to be the home of the Texas Longhorn football, but Notre Dame are special, right? They got away with it. Yeah, well, we'll turn our attention to a, a great game in the Pac-12. It's Arizona on the road in Pullman. Guys, hold the horse. This is my best selection today. This is the one you like the most. This is the one I love the most. Arizona. On the road as against, an underdog, you're taking a dog with a week off. To I have always bet against the Cougars, and even I was thinking, is this the I week they, they cover Arizona today? Coming out of a bye week, they won this matchup 58 to 37 last year in Tucson. Khalil Tate over the last couple games, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. But this rushing attack, Rich of Arizona, last three games 289 versus UCLA, JJ Taylor, yeah, 276 versus Oregon, 216 against Colorado, and the defense of uh, Washington State, last four games Stanford, Cal, Oregon, Colorado, all pocket passers. Mm. Khalil Tate's the difference. I know he hasn't been running as much. Upset City. Arizona by seven. I, I think Joe's on to something because I like the Wildcats as well. You talked about some of the spot plays, which is week off, whereas Washington State's been grinding yeah. week after week. I'll also throw in the fact that there's a lot of pressure yeah. for Washington State. They're not used to that. I mean, this is this is unfamiliar territory because they're the favorite, not only in the Pac-12 North, but they're sort of the team that you say, well, if somebody from the Pac-12 sneaks into the playoffs, if the chips fall right. in a certain way, that team is Washington State. A lot of pressure. Who do they play next Friday night? Washington. They play Washington in the Apple Cup. Here comes Arizona, kind of sleepy. Everybody forgot about Arizona, but you know, we talk about seasons have these different sort of trajectories. They do, and you have to follow those ebbs and flows. If you want to gamble on these games, you can't look at Arizona in September and assume it's the same team. They have played much better. You talk about the ground yeah. game, Khalil Tate. Kevin Sumlin has started to kind He's of found his, his groove. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He has found his groove. They're five and five. I think Washington State is ripe for the picking. Getting last I looked about nine and a half. I think it's, it's up a, to eleven and a half nah, now. <laughs> I think that I think that's a fantastic pick. I'm with Joe. I really like the Wildcats. Plus today. three ten on the money line game. Uh, Khalil Tate his last two games. Um Thirty uh thirty-six of fifty-five, eight touchdowns and just two interceptions. Solid. As you stated, people sort of assumed right away Sublin, Tate, Heisman, Johnny Manziel. Takes a little time, right? Not everything's just gonna click right away. And then Tate got hurt. Teams did a nice job also, guys, earlier in the year of keeping Tate in the pocket and making him throw the football. 
And we're seeing he's starting to get it now. And he's becoming better at throwing the football out of the pocket, Joe, as the numbers indicate here. He's just becoming a better pocket passer. It's a good point, too. There's some pressure on Arizona, but they still have another game left that they can get to six. They're playing with house money. Now Washington State, under that pressure, um, you know, the collar starts to tighten a little bit, starts to get hot in there. Minshew's been a great story. They probably win the game, but I think they trade points. I don't think Arizona get blown out yeah, here. Double-digit points, I got to like the Cats. Did you see Mike, Leach, Mike Leach's press conference about the throwdown within the Pac-12? Yeah. yeah. He, he, he said Herm would be... Herm would, but then he also gave a little love to himself, and he said, you know, I, I don't want to talk... I got I to gotta just quickly, I got to say this. If I could play for one coach, if I had the ability and the youth... You would to play, play for Mike I think Leach? I'd play for Mike Leach. Really? I really would. I just love the guy. I think he's so genuine and authentic. And I'd have to be an offensive player, because if I was a defensive player, I'd have to go someplace. I read a really interesting piece, though, about... Um, really interesting piece about uh, Mike Leach, in which he actually cost the school $1.6 million in donations because of his conspiracy uh, theorist stuff about uh, Barack Obama... Did he really? He's a, he's an alt writer. He's like. Uh, Is he really? Yeah. Wow. He's an attorney. Well, he has a law degree. He's one of Pepperdine. Only- no, yeah. but I'm saying yeah. So he tweets no out. Kidding. He's tweeted out a couple of Obama conspiracy theories and uh, deep state. Uh, I don't like that. And basically, 1.6 million dollars. Donor said, "You know what? Screw you guys. Uh, We're not donating your school anymore." Rich only. Play- and the president just came out. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue this. I'll send after you the link. show. You got to send me that link. I'd like oh, to read Rich it. Rich only played two games. He's transferring. <laughs> it's he's before, trained before four games. I'm right, like, before four It's a red games, shirt year it's a, for it's me. A, it's, a, it's a red shirt. We'll red shirt him. He's yeah, going to play. I don't like that. I don't he, like that. That's kind of cool. play for Herman Tempe. Yeah. 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 I, I would say two coaches, Bronco Mendenhall and give me Harbaugh. I, I, You'd like, play for Harbaugh? I, I don't know if I'd want to play for I would. Harbaugh. I don't know. Defense of mine. I think he's. I'd like to play for Scott Frost, too. Yeah. Another I'd defense. Play. Another blue collar guy. So we'll say. Gabe, but Gabe, who would you play for? I play for my boy Harbaugh. You would. You would. Who you has would? it better than us? Nobody. But you would play for a Harbaugh. I like. I he, like. He'll he'll demand a lot. He'll, yeah, he'll I like Harbaugh's. Uh, I like Harbaugh's. Uh, he's a blue collar guy. He's yeah. He's a blue collar guy. He counts it. But for me, you know, I sort of I understand coaches like him. He's sort of old school. But he's misunderstood. But right. Tough but fun. Mm. And as long as you win, I some good Harbaugh. trips too. Think about some yeah, of the yeah, uh, no, some of the trips you, you get. Yeah. Yeah. Where would they go? Rome. They went, yeah. to Rome. they went to Rome, right? Yeah. So they, that, they went somewhere else too. Um, uh, I think they went to Paris. Yeah, France or something. I believe so. I believe you so. Catch me off guard with a question. Yeah. I've actually thought though, if I was a blue chipper, what school would 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 you go to? Right. You know, and uh, or just a college football player. I've always sort of thought I'd end up in a sunnier place. Yeah. But yeah, the sunnier way. schools don't win, right? Well, down in the Colorado. south, I'd down like in Colorado. the south, they win a lot. I would go to Colorado. I love Folsom Field. Yeah, I mean that's a Colorado would be a fun place. Yeah, Colorado. Not enough juice though from a football yeah, tradition I standpoint. I know, but I like the unis, black, and you know, and I go back to the days of Darian Hagen and uh, McCartney. No, like if I wasn't a blue chipper, but I was just a kid, like I've always thought it'd be cool to play for Marshall. The We Are Marshall. Yeah, yeah. great fan base. Marshall has one of the better running fan bases down that in the running down the hill and touching a rock at Clemson. I think I'd also, you know who I'd play for? I, I'm going to change, now that I've transferred, I'm going to transfer twice. <laughs> I'm transferring, uh, I'll be Hunter Renfro. I'm going to transfer to Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. Because well, we, da- no, Dabo. We, we spoke to Dabo. He's a we lo- Dabo's a good guy. He's a good yeah, dude. you got to be really religious with Dabo. You, you say uh, prayers can't, before can't the Can't help you there. Can't help you there. Yeah. I'd have to go to a more secular school. <laughs> It's remember to rub people like some schools. Yeah. Some I've schools read some stories about that. Like oh, yeah. Football coaches said, no, no, we pray before the game. Yeah. 
And then students find out, no, you can't make us pray. It's separation, mm. right? And Dabo does it, but he doesn't He doesn't force it. But yeah. I wouldn't want to be a kid and say, I'm not going to pray with you, coach. You know what I mean? No, I, would, I would silently be praying to Danny Ford. Okay. The former Clemson will be coach. Pr- pr- uh, praying today against Ohio State because all, I love that segment, all of the sharps. Good, Joey Segway right there. I all love of it. the sharps. <laughs> The, the Sharps every are week, on Maryland Every today. week the Sharps like the Terps. I, you know, I had this argument the Last other day. we talked about it. Kasim Hill is out, the starting quarterback for Maryland. Line opened up at 17 and a half, got hammered down to 14. This is an offense in Maryland that's averaging 138 passing yards per game. Lost to Ohio State last year, 62 to 14. Can't stop the run. Dwayne Haskins, 33 passing touchdowns. Can you please tell me, I know they're at 5-5, five and five. what's the... What, tell me why people are enamored each and every week from a gambling perspective with the Terps. I need to know. I, I, tell I you, have people no are answer. enamored, though, quickly with the uh, the chat right now. Yes. We've got a good conversation going about where people would go. Let her rip. Right. It's a funny some stuff. William Bush said, I'd definitely play for uh, Dana Holgerson. Probably have a few a drinks with him after the and game. Gamble. Yeah. Good and gamble and go yeah. to the casino. I know guys that played with, yeah. uh, with Barry Switzer or they yeah. played for Barry Switzer. I said, so what's Switzer like? He goes, bro, man. He parties more than the players, yeah. and he, he goes, he he goes, he picked up more chicks than anyone on the team. He, he was, and he's he gonna goes, pick up the tab too. Yeah, like he goes, he was a milf. Oh, he's like, one of those guys. He was like a milf hunter, milf yeah, magnet. Like basically, like the parents. No kidding. Like the parents, mm. like of the kids and the mothers and stuff. Like you know, there's the cheerleaders and everything. You know, there's a lot of other, you know, Joe, these banquets and stuff. There's a lot of women around. College, college football. Yeah, Hall of buddy fame. told me that Switzer was there. Bear, bear, my buddy told me he played uh, played for Switzer. He played uh, pro football. He said, man, coach can party. Yeah. Imagine he like with the Cowboys and stuff. You know, we went hard. Yeah, of oh, yeah. course he did. You know, Holgerson looks like, yeah. I love Holgerson when he gets his headset going. Yeah. He's like, I don't know about okay. Holgerson, though. I think like, you know, yeah, he's a psycho. Yeah. He definitely drink, but there's certain Holgerson's guys the type of guy, Joe, that would turn. Yeah. No, no, no. Holgerson's walking out without yeah, paying. Exactly. Yeah, Holgerson's exactly. like, screw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'll yeah, have yeah, the yeah, drink yeah. with you, yeah. and then he'll go to the bathroom. You'll turn yeah, around, winning, and there's winning, a 700. Or, or Holgerson, you can tell after a few drinks, will start to turn and probably get mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mean yeah, you know what? You got a problem? Yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> he'll also get, probably get handsy a little bit. You know, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's, why, that's, why, that's why they that's call Bobby, him. That's Bobby Petrino that gets handsy. Handsy Holgerson. Handsy Holgerson. That's Rich Rodriguez, actually. Actually, yes. my bad. Well, yeah. there you go. Rich Rod. But uh, in, in terms of this matchup, I mean, I again, 14. Our boy Bob I, says he's the next Rudy. That's great. Notre Dame. <laughs> Bob in Vermont. Well, when you bet, when you if you're picking this game, I'm taking Ohio State. Don't love it. Yeah, Wouldn't I would suggest too. taking it in any capacity. But you know, so you take, I, I've been I've been up in I've been uh, hot and cold with Ohio State. Had them last week too. They Two just weeks ago, cover. I had They're them not covering. That's why people are betting against them. Yeah, but it's but but I, I understand Ohio State last week not covering. But I'm not taking Maryland, Maryland covering. I wouldn't do it. I'd stay away from the. That's like a freight train. I mean, that's asking Yeah, and, and it's, been, it's been such a tumultuous year in College Park. Now it's the end of November. I don't, I don't know what's left in the tank for the Terps. After what happened with DJ Durkin losing a teammate in the offseason, I, I can't feel great about Maryland. You know, we, we talk about it a lot. You're going to the window. Are you putting your money on Maryland today? Your no, hard-earned money. No, Can you invest it in Maryland? Window, no. Because I can't either. you got to make a legitimate, uh, legitimate uh, case for it. You know what school we didn't bring up, too? A couple of schools, actually, that I would think long and hard about. Texas. Austin seeing yeah. the chicks. Yeah, but that great you're gonna city. Play, you're going to play for Herman? Yeah, Herman's kind of... I don't know. He's hot, he he turned on I'll you. I'll be honest, too. Even though they're kind of underachievers, it would be cool to be uh, to play for the Oregon Ducks. 
I, I would all love those uniforms first of all, up a good there. Car. Pacific Northwest. Great fan base. Legalized again. products. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like, Washington might be a good choice, too. Washington Huskies. Great city. Yeah, that'd be a good program to yeah, play but we're for. we're not talking about good coffee houses. No, I'm not talking about winning. I'm talking about having fun. No, we're man. talking you know about I mean? playing for the coaches, though. You'd have to deal with Peterson. That's he looks true. emaciated. What about Lane Kiffin at FAU? No. You know why? Because Kiffin would be the type of coach when things are going well, he's your boy. <laughs> yeah. As soon as things turn, like they have this year. Then he benches you. That, yeah. Yeah, the, the spotlight is turned. It's your fault. Has nothing. He doesn't assume any responsibility on anything. He's an entitled rich boy, and, and I don't like that. I, give me the blue-collar guys. Harbaugh, he's the guy that be in the trenches with you each and every week. And ultimately, too, uh, good to play for Urban Meyer because he'll cover yeah. up whatever you do. Uh, well, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. The views and opinions on this show are from Marenzi and not Joe and not Rich. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I mean, would you play? I would play for Lincoln Riley, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's getting mentioned for the uh, Cowboys job. So keep that in mind. He a lot of rumblings with Jerry Jones now. He really is impressed with Lincoln Riley. So we talked about Gundy possibly going there. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. You know, the way he's coached yeah. up court. Yeah, a lot of talk about Riley to Dallas. Um, our boy Sam was a regular. What up, Sam? He says he'll, he's going to play forever. Gives him the biggest envelope. <laughs> well, that's true. We'll say boosters are great in college. We'll come back. Keep it where it is. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Back on College Football Today, brought to you by BetDSI. Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, and Gabe Morenci taking you straight through kickoff in about 40 minutes. We talked about some of the other top 25 battles. We talked briefly about the Michigan State-Nebraska game. Michigan State on the road at 12 o'clock to face the Cornhuskers. Cornhuskers have won three of the four, Rich. I know you're all on Nebraska. Yeah. I just take the better defense, in my opinion, Michigan State in this ballgame. Uh, listen, I'll be surprised if I'm wrong. I've been wrong, uh, you know, a lot this year, so this could be the case. I just don't see it. I think these are two programs heading in different directions, different motivations. Michigan State's got its six wins. It's going to be going to the Fakakta Bowl in December, whichever one they get chosen for. Uh, so, you know, to go to Lincoln, this matters for Nebraska. Yeah. Think about these numbers. Four straight wins against the spread for Nebraska. Seven consecutive games of at least 450 yards of offense. So I think they're going to head into the offseason with a head of steam. There'll be a trendy pick to, to be like a late top 25 in 2019. Give me the Huskers. I love them. Yeah, I, I could see the over coming in here. Michigan too. State quarterbacks last week combined to a complete 18 passes. They can't throw the ball, this football team. And, you know, they made the quarterback change. And when you're at this time of the year and you're looking for answers at the quarterback position, obviously. 
you've got problems. You raise a good point, uh, Joe. I just don't know. I don't know if Michigan State's one, one, they're one trick pony. All right, they stop the run and they run the ball. And in today's day and age, you know, good example, and you know, I know it's different college and NFL, but Seattle Seahawks lead, uh, lead the NFL in rushing. They had a losing record. In today's day and age, the old run the football and, and oh, we play defense. It doesn't work. You need to, you need to put points up on the board. Rich graciously uh, stated it. Uh, he stole my thunder. Last four games, they've covered three to four. Their sole loss was to Ohio State. They're averaging 45 points a game in a span. And I really do just think how important it is. Seniors, last home game, plus the statement for the last home game uh, for Scott Frost. Yeah, I don't love this game. We'll see. I mean, it's a huge it's a huge game for Nebraska, also recruiting-wise, especially at the end of the year, kids taking college trips. This is what you want to see out of the Cornhuskers, and it'll probably be a sellout, as you know. I mean, they're starting to buy in, so we'll see how that game plays out. I said, just let me throw this out. I don't know I don't know the answer to it. You mm-hmm. might, but I mean, are can we still have five and seven teams make it to the postseason if there's not it, enough? No, this year, actually, this year there's going to be an abundance of, of six win teams, okay. there will not be a losing team in a bowl game this year. Uh, um, I believe there's going to be, but it goes with conference maybe two or stuff, three, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, but I think you'd still. I I think the six and six would supersede the five, five and seven? because I'm thinking Nebraska could get the five and seven. Yeah, a couple no, of years ago, no, under there is no five and seven. They played UCLA. Yes, they played UCLA. Yeah, and there won is that game and one against. Yeah, Josh yeah there is no none of those scenarios this year. Okay, right. all right. Yeah. So, so Nebraska that was just an anomaly because what USC were on probation or whatever the hell it was right. when UCLA got into the championship game with five wins. There, yeah, there's no as it is now. I saw the bowl projections. I believe Wyoming would get to six and be left out. Look, Buffalo got to six last year and got left out. Yeah. Comes down to whether you can sell tickets or not in a bowl game. Yeah. It comes down to if you've been there in a long time or not as well. And, and you know, can you Buffalo. sell tickets? Right, exactly. You know, because I mean Buffalo when they made it uh to a bowl this year, I mean they're gonna be selling tickets out. Uh, they're gonna They're gonna lose money. You think so? They're gonna lose Akron money. Went to the bowl game. The they school, went to Boise, the bowl they sold games are the biggest. They whatever. still sold like ten thousand tickets to, to which game. one? Uh, Boise. Yeah, there wasn't, dude, there was no Utah. way in hell there was 10,000 kids from Buffalo. No, no, no. So there, there had to be a booster who just gobbled yeah, off. Yeah, there was the school. Yeah. yeah they the bite the bullet. They weren't 10,000. That's the irony of this, though. These schools, even in the BCS games in the old days, or in a big ticket games, the schools, you know, buy the tickets. Right, and then they so give them out to paid. the kids. They, yeah. they, they, they give yeah, them out yeah. to the kids. They give them out for like I mean, 10 bucks, the NCAA, it's shakedown stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you're, to stay in Division One, you're supposed to sell 15,000 tickets a game. There's no way in hell there's 15,000 people a game in MAC games. Yeah. You've been watching these games? Yeah. I mean, the Tuesday nights? Almost completely empty. Yeah, the Tuesday yeah. night games the are tough. Is there. It's like, you know, 500. Yeah, even the Buffalo Bulls, I hate to say it, I'm a, I like Buffalo. I'm a big Bills fan. I like the city of Buffalo. They don't get anybody. Yeah. You, know, stay, you know, they don't go. No one goes. There's no merchandise anywhere. And then they get into a bowl game, and it's more of a burden. Yeah, actually, it's the ugly side of college football. Teams go to bowl games, they end up losing millions of dollars. I'm watching Tuesday night, I'm watching a game in the living room. My daughter comes up and she says, why is there nobody in the stands for this Mac- game? Maction. It's Maction. Maction. One of the most overrated hashtags. Said because, well, well, because, honey, these teams are playing for degenerate gamblers. Exactly. <laughs> it's the holidays. And, and the degenerates, could, people. degenerates could just watch yes. it on TV. You don't have it's to. It's for made, made for TV. Right. I remember Dana White, the UFC, they have like a, you know, it was like a Wednesday night, you know, it's the ultimate fight night type thing. And they did it on a Wednesday night and they did it in Virginia. They got like 4,000 people type thing. 
And the media sort of poked Dana White a bit after, oh, only 4,000 people for a UFC event. Dana White, in a rare bout of honesty, said, guys, I, I don't care if there's 40 people. He goes, Fox pays us a lot of money for these cards. They wanted some TV programming on Wednesday night. We gave it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, the NFL can play in front of empty stadiums and still make billions of dollars a year. So it's made for TV. These yep. bowl games are made so uh, Uncle Rich can sit around with the kids and watch, uh, watch yep. football. Yep. Remember the 1989 Sun Bowl kids? Oh, West Virginia. That would be you. Hey, that, that, that would Sun be Bowl, The Sun Bowl, I believe, along with the Cotton Bowl, only and and the the Rose Bowls, the the BCS championship ones per se, only games that aren't technically owned by ESPN. Yeah. Well, that's good. That, like the other I ones want, are actually yeah. like the Liberty Zone, blah CBS. blah. So they're creations of ESPN. Oh yeah, they are owned. Like they own the bowl game mm-hmm. content creation. That's yeah. all it is. It's, it's, it's content exactly. Well, speaking of content, the Bahamas Bowl, the Victory stuff. Bell. The 88th meeting between USC and UCLA. Is that what they play for? The victory bell? Yeah. Victory bell. I wouldn't have got, you would have got me on that. USC has won three straight by 15.3 points per game. 30 straight or three? Three. (laughs) UCLA actually won four years ago. They're dead to me. They even they're dead to me, but I'm picking Best cheerleaders in the game. Wow. They won 28-23 last year. Here's the thing we spoke about at halftime adjustments. They got outscored last week, up 14 to nothing against Cal. 15 points in the second half dropped that matchup. It happened against Arizona. They were up 20 to no, uh, 24-0. They gave up 20 points in the second half. Got outscored by Texas, outscored by Colorado. I mean, this team doesn't adjust. But I think this is a game that they'll adjust just fine because they love beating up on subpar competition, and that's what you have in Chip Kelly. Yeah, if I have to, I'll take USC, but I'm with you. I mean, I can't invest my money. I can't give my advice to feel strongly about USC today because the game is at UCLA. In terms of motivation, I think the Bruins will want it more than USC does. Yeah. I, for the Bruins, again, we say you know it's a colloquialism at this point, but it's their bowl game. For UCLA, it is. For Chip Kelly, this really matters. I mean, I think uh, Clay Helton is coaching scared at this point. To me, to me, it comes down to, and we could talk about Clay Helton all we want, but it also comes down to the kids on the USC Trojans. And... When we add up the the blue chips and the stars next to the names, Joe, yeah, you're telling me that you know what, 52 four star recruits can't beat. You have to want 52 two star recruits. I the same kids you. that they beat up on in high school. I mean, this is a game where I think the kids on USC have to play for themselves. Yeah, the swag will be back. They'll be yeah. swagging. Hey, we recovered a fumble. I ran it thirty. But like yards. you said, Clay Helton can't coach. He can't. Here's the thing about Daniels, too. Daniels is struggling. And I I said he's a deer in the headlights. Could he get rid of the mustache? Could he drop the mustache? You're not Gardner Minshew. You look like Boogie Nights. He does. He looks like Boogie Nights. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Underrated movie. He's not stepping up, Rich. He's not bringing it in. Maybe he's paying homage to uh, Burt Reynolds. 11 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He's making poor decisions. Forces the football. He's he's horrible. I mean, he throws the ball into double coverage every week with the hopes of his receiver jumping up and catching it. That's the game. Is he going to be more comfortable now? I mean, he ran the table right at Matter Days. Is he going to be more uh, comfortable now playing against these same kids? It's the same kids they played against at UCLA now. I agree. 
I, I think they roll in this matchup. We'll see. I they mean, showed it, a lot to me against Cal. I mean, I, I thought collapsing in the second half told me that maybe this program doesn't have the the oomph, the passion. It has to the fortitude. The fortitude to finish out the season. And then, you know, interestingly enough, emotional against UCLA next week, emotional with ND visiting yeah. next week. So, you know, we're going to talk a lot about USC in the next eight days. They're going to be pivotal when it comes yeah. to the playoffs. We'll see We'll see what kind of medal they have left uh, for Clay Helton. Yeah, they should step up, but we'll see. Again, that's been a, a, an MO of this team. They've folded when adversity is hit. So we'll we'll see. It's a three five and five, Joe. Inexcusable for for a team the with their much talent. Rookie quarterback or not, no Sam Darnold or not. You can't be five and, and five. Especially it's not as though the Pac twelve is murderers row either. Right. It's yeah. Exactly. Bad year. And they're in the worst division of of the Pac twelve. They're in the South. Yeah. You know they're in the easier no of the two divisions. Yeah. Pac twelve champions from Pac twelve champions. To five and five in week number twelve. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Look, they've yeah. been it's been a mess. USC, the entire program, basketball as well, either scandal, turmoil, multiple coaching changes, athletic director changing. Yeah. And no disrespect to Lynn Swan, but what makes what qualifies him to be the athletic director? What, because he was a failed Republican candidate once? Mm. Like I don't understand, like marginal broadcaster, yeah, maybe like, that I was don't, his like what was his background? I thought you know, Pat Hayden was better. I, 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 Hayden? I thought Hayden was. Yeah, there was Brad Hayden, Hayden was, was controversies, having, Joe. He was also having some health problems, was too, yeah. towards Is the that end. that what it was? So, and yeah. there was a lot of stuff swept under the carpet, right, that happened under Hayden's watch. At least not of uh, the um, criminal behavior or abusive behavior, but... More moral? Well, there was a lot of, you know, the, all that, the, the U.S., you know, the Pete Carroll stuff happened under his yeah. watch. And there was some, some pretty shady stuff with the college basketball program. Listen, I, I think USC, why the USC Trojans were getting the, the OJ males and five-star yeah. recruits in the world, right? To your point about thinking outside the box, USC has been notorious for staying Keeping it in the family. In the family. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, you're... because they know where the bodies are buried. Sometimes, the sometimes the family's dysfunctional and yes. you got to go outside the family. And that's why you know they're going to go to the Rio. Family. Yeah, I think he's a better an upgrade. He's got. Oh, more, you're right. He's credible. He's credible. He's an upgrade, but we'll see what we'll see what happens if they come out flat. I don't want to hear about USC anymore. I, I mean, I, I wrote them off, but no, I'll this is a disgrace. They lose this game, and yeah, then what? They got Notre Dame next week. Yeah. They'll, see, now, now I out. want to see UCLA win. Just, yeah, I know. Just to, I know. Just to see Joe. I know. Just to see Joe it's pissed not, off. It's, it's one of my best picks, but it's not. It's not one of the better ones that I it's like. It's not I, Arizona it's, caliber. It's not, yeah, yeah. No, I like. I like one other favorite. We'll get into a, a little bit later. Turn our attention to the Big Ten matchup between Jeff Brom and Purdue against Wisconsin. Wisconsin and Jack Cohn didn't step up in Happy Valley. Lost a very disappointing game, 22-10. to Had an opportunity, Rich, to cover that matchup deep into Penn State territory with about a minute and a half left. This team can't pass the football with Alex Hornibrook. They're averaging 161 yards per game. But I'm going to roll the dice here. I, I, I'm back and forth with this matchup. I really don't know who to pick. I, I'm going to take Purdue, even though the, the uncertainty with Jeff Brom scares me a little I bit. Agree. I, I agree. Mean, but I'll take the better offense in Purdue. Yeah, I mean, listen, Wisconsin, you know, we're using this term a lot, but they've run out of steam. I, I mean, they just did not look like they had anything left against Penn State last week. They do miss Alex Hornibrook. Jonathan Taylor's getting his yards, but they're unbalanced on offense. The, def- the defense has been a disappointment. I- I'm very surprised at how soft they've been all year long defensively, going back to early in the season. Yeah. They haven't been covering for much of the season. Now, you go into Purdue. I think Purdue has more at stake. Look at what Purdue has done in the last three home games. They beat BC, yep. quality opponent. 
They beat Ohio State badly, quality opponent, 49-20, to 20, and they beat Iowa. So this is a team that is winning in West Lafayette. I think they continue to. Well, I, I can't take Wisconsin at this point based on how they played last week against Penn State. Purdue at home, to me, is a live favorite. Yeah, they're averaging over 300 passing yards per game. So from the gambling perspective, Gabe, if you need a team to cover, are you going on Jack Cohn that couldn't pass the ball 20 yards? 60 yards last week. He couldn't we get us to cover. It. Wisconsin, their defense did enough. You old dude, how many points were you getting in that game? Well, eight we and eight. a half. Yeah. yeah. So you you telling me you tell me if you told me, but we all liked it. You told me before the game we have eight and a half points. We're holding them to twenty two. You're supposed to cover, bro. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you complete eight passes for sixty yards, I mean they basically have the passing attack of Army. I think Army's passing attack is better now. Okay, it's you're probably it's that, right. It's that. I mean, we thought Hornerbrook was bad. Dear God. Yeah, I know. Here's the thing. I mean, history is on Wisconsin's side. I mean, I can't they, take him. I'm not. I'm I, staying I, away from I, this. Yeah, game. that's another game. Don't. Add, I mean, I'm taking Purdue just based off the quarterback play of David Blau, the more complete offense. DJ Knox, Rondell Moore. I mean, those are weapons. And we spoke about it last year too, uh, Rich, with uh, Jerry Donardo. He thought their defense with uh, Leonard could falter a little bit. We're starting to see that in in year number two now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's intriguing because they're allowing 190 passing yards per game, but they're starting to fall apart. Yeah, something's just missing this year for Wisconsin. I, I mean, this is a team that I thought would have won the Big Ten West. The one constant they have is they can run it, they can out-physical you at the line of scrimmage, but they're just not bound. I haven't seen enough defensively, and I haven't seen anything from the passing game to be confident. I just wanted to throw out a couple of 12 o'clock games before we hit 12 o'clock. Yeah, too. So I, just, has- I just thought Jonathan Taylor, too. I thought we were talking about someone who potentially could win Heisman this year. I really did. Well, he's, he's, he could Finish the year to one. He could finish the year with two thousand yards. Wow! So he'll have the numbers. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's yeah. about like he's compiled. about four fifty nah, yeah. short. But sorry, but go ahead. It's as far as I just want to throw it out there. I mean, yeah. yeah so the kid's not his fault. You're no, yeah. no, no. I, I think he's been the one. A couple of couple of games I want to throw out. Twelve o'clock, just for anybody who's looking. Uh, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Any thoughts on that game, yeah, guys? That's, I take. The, I mean, Arkansas hasn't won an SEC game. And Mississippi State traditionally over, has dominated the competition. Teams like Auburn, teams like La Tech laying the big wood. A lot of freaking points. Uh, it is I got to take points, points right now. But I don't like that game. That game scares me. A lot of people are in Arkansas. I don't like the game. And Nicky Fitz cost us money last week. He, he had a fourth and one, did not convert. He, he curled up when the Alabama defender was coming close. I, I, I'll take the points, but I don't love it. Did you see the LSU kid just uh, at the goal line last week with a chance to cover against Arkansas, just no. hitting the turf in order to run the clock out? Did he? Yeah. He I, pulled the tall girly. Oh, guys, yeah. we, this, this is a later game here. We didn't get to this one. Just quickly on this. Talk about letdowns and great runs. How about the UAB Blazers? I love UAB. I know we're against so, each other. Is that like A&M so what, in that game? I know. I, yeah, but I, is, yeah. This, is this a letdown here where they're getting 17 no. at A&M? I, here's the thing. We took UAB last year plus 10 and a half uh, against Florida. They got blown out. Yeah, I remember they, that. They we were, do I remember have. That game, yeah. Here's why I like UAB. Now, I know uh, early is They're 9 up. though. 24% third down defense, 38 total sacks, and they're only allowing 90 rushing yards per game. Best opponent this year is North Texas. I know, That's I know it's concern, against subpar you know? competition, yeah. but they have the recipe. Give me that defense. I'll take a 17 shot. points. It's yeah. gone up. And, and Texas A&M has LSU on deck. They haven't beaten them in a while. 
Give me, give me the points. Interesting. I like UAB in that matchup. I, I don't I love would, it, but I'm a, I like. I'm it. a big Bill Clark fan, so I would be happy to see yeah, UAB get that signature win. They've already won their division in the Conference USA. They've won the West Division. They're going to play for a title uh, in two weeks. Uh, man, that would be massive yeah. if they ever beat huge. A&M. I mean, I don't know if they kick them. off. Let's I, go, Huskers. Yeah, yeah, I'm all over the Huskers. That's our yeah. first best bet of the day. All right. People in the chat getting fired up yeah. for this Husker game. All right. Kicks off at noon. All right. What are we on? Fox? Ma, ma, no, I'm what, pit, what do you want? Wake Forest, anybody? I'm I like Wake. Po- I like yeah, Wake. I'm yeah, taking let down. Now give me Wake plus the Keep point. Keep an eye on Kendall Hinton. Might play in that ball game because they need to become bowl eligible. Newman played very well. He threw for over 300. Against NC State, that but big upset. But if he struggles... And he starts to become inconsistent. Hinton's Look available. Okay. And he's a senior. So I, all hands on deck for that matchup. When we come back, we'll be giving our best bets along with the other top 25 battles. Keep it where it is. NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. And we are back just uh, 15 minutes until kickoff week 12 of the college football season. Folks, BetDSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at BetDSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sporting events where you can make your play at any time during the game. BetDSI runs sign-up and deposit Uh, deposit promotions year round and for a limited time only using promo code FNTSY BetDSI is offering up to $2,500 bonus on your first deposit so use promo code FNTSY and try BetDSI.com that's BetDSI.com promo code FNTSY head on over and start winning today today we're all going to be winning today. Win today. I'm hoping I'm going to win today. I've been. I had a terrible around. week last week. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, dude, I've had a bad terrible. couple of days. I'm not going to lie. Terrible. I laid the four and a half in North Texas the other night. They won by three. Did I, they really? That game was twenty-four to twenty. In the what, they kicked the final field score. Over. There was three point difference. Wow. Um, uh, last night, or I had the over. I don't know. Every night, whatever, dude. Same crap. Uh, what did I have last night? I got screwed. I, I had SMU last night plus seven and a half. They've been playing well too. Lost I, by ten. They dude. have been playing well. That's yeah. not guys. They were inside. They were inside the twenty yard line like seven times last night. Man, Ben Hicks a turnover machine. Yeah. Yeah, but, but defensively, statistically, if you've watched SMU, I love the way they're playing. I mean, untypical of Sonny Dykes. I'm not defense. trying to put you on the spot, but any idea who the coordinator is? I'm always interested. Who did Dykes hire? Well, as I know La- Lashley's there from Auburn on offense. On offense. Yeah. Defensively, I don't know. The play calling was bad, too, last night. Um, oh, I had the over in the Tulane-Houston game. Now, Tulane. 68 and a half, got to 65. 
Been one of those weeks this week yeah. in college where I've well, I, I'm I, not getting blown out, but I'm losing by yeah, a field goal. Yeah, that's even worse. Losing, well, we lost know, Miami last just week. Just irritating. Plus a, a four and a half. They lost by six. When you're when you're just in in touch of the cover. One play can't. either way yeah. could be uh, the difference. But yeah. listen, I think we turned I it was around on today. Boise last night. I, I laid, and a lot, a lot of people wanted to do it. I what know was the number? Davey will be I out. I laid 21, 21 and a half. At, How about uh, that monster kid, the, the, uh, the wide receiver? Wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a beast. Yeah, really. He played three touchdown Is receptions. Is he related to monster from uh, UCLA? You know what, though? I think. Uh, uh, Devin? Yeah. Probably. It's a good question. You know, you know what I think, though? Uh, Boise's been a nice run. They had a nice comeback last week against Fresno. They beat New Mexico last night on the road. Utah State are too much. I think yeah. Utah State beat them next well, year. Well, the one game I'm intrigued to watch a little bit later, we didn't talk about, is Fresno State-San Diego State. San Diego State lost to UNLV. I watched that game. It was What the know. hell? I lost $400 Lexington Thomas. I, I laid the him. points. I, I just watched that game. Had I had no... I mean, I like San Diego State. Didn't play it. I watched it. I was aggravated with Florida State last week and, and that performance. Isn't but, that too many points to be given up to San Diego State? Yeah, I mean, but we talk about it a lot. It's going to be an overreaction because they lost to UNLV. And, and Could every be. year, UNLV yeah. has... Every year, UNLV do the same thing. UNLV will lose to a school they should never lose to in an embarrassment. And like, every year, UNLV will win one game that they the, never should win. They're the Pittsburgh of the Mountain yes. West. Yeah, except not yeah. nearly as good. Yeah. <laughs> San Diego State hasn't feasted off of turnovers. They're usually at the top of turnover margin. They're negative this year. That's the one thing. And they lost this matchup 27-7 to seven last year. They're getting healthy in the backfield. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, 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 I think they have I, some offensive line uh, linemen that are out for this ballgame. But... but yeah. I still like them with the points. I think it's it yeah. opened at sixteen down to thirteen. Give me the wood with the, with San Diego State. Well, I agree. I mean, you know, we, we talk a I lot about Rocky it, Rocky Long as an underdog yeah. coach. That. You know, I fell into that trap. Had Boise State against San Diego State. That was a tough game, and they won them out. They won yeah. that game outright. The Aztecs. So you can get close to two tight. And listen, Fresno State did not look invincible last week yeah. either. Fresno State struggled as well. So. You know, here's a, maybe here's, an overreaction. You talk about 12 o'clock games. Miami and Virginia Tech is 3.30, but Florida State and Boston College, both Miami teams, uh, Florida State and Miami, they need to win this week to become... Uh, but do they have care? A I, does that's, Florida that's State care? I, I know like Florida State don't. No, yeah. and a lot of people are back in FSU in Vegas. I cannot back them after last week. No. Like I, I said earlier, Joe, the whole outage of... It's the common phrase with the common guy. Team, team A needs this game, therefore they'll get it. If you need a game on November the 17th or 18th, unless you're talking about we need this for to go to the playoffs, you're not a very good team. But they need two games. Yeah, like they, they did they last two year. Games. You know, the, last year was a difference. And then you, you don't think these kids on FSU just want the year to be over? Oh, without you think they want to hang around for another month and a half for this crap? And listen, don't don't for, don't uh, overstate the fact that BC still sees that Florida State uniform. That matters yeah. to Boston College. Oh, yeah, no one's crying the, any sympathy tears oh, for oh, FSU. Yeah, yeah no, no, Boston College wants to put their foot on. Yeah. How often do they, get, do they get a chance to bully Florida State? That, not only they that. Florida State. What about Boston College's quarterback situation? No, he's playing. Anthony Brown will, should play, but it doesn't matter. Florida State didn't want to tackle Dexter Williams. They're not going <laughs> to want to tackle AJ Dillon. Yeah. Dillon. These, these kids have quit. They once they get down, you're they saying quit. like they're the Raiders of the college world. Right uh, I now. am saying it because you know why he has second and goal from the two yard line, down thirty five to thirteen. Willie Taggart. He has an offense that's averaging seventy six rushing yards per game, ranked one hundred twenty fifth out of one hundred twenty nine teams. So what does Willie Taggart do? He runs it three three times into the line of scrimmage. Great, Jerry Tillery. Notre Dame, that's why you lose. You're not breaking tendency. And why did he start DeAndre Francois over James Blackman? 
I, I just don't see it. I, I just don't. I think the team has quit, and it goes on Willie Taggart in year one. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. I, I think it sets up for a huge year for Taggart next year. Yeah, right? I, we talked about it last week, Rich. Yeah. I said I'm going to give Taggart the benefit of the doubt only because these weren't his kids. And don't forget, guys, the way Fisher left, left the kids, I think the kids probably quit on the school and program. And I think Taggart probably came in and they, you know, and we like them, but not enough. You know, how many kids regret going to FSU right now? Yeah. In that room. You know what I mean? Saying, you know what? I came here with Fisher and national championships, and now we're four and six, and I got to worry about getting to this sorry-ass bowl game? It ain't happening. You're right. Here's an over I like. I'm just saying, give give Taggart one year or two years with his guys. You might want to be on this one. I like the over in TCU-Baylor. Baylor needs to win the game and Charlie Brewer's playing. So what about They're, TCU? They need two wins to get to a exactly. ball. Who do they get next week, TCU? TCU, uh, I think. They, they used get, to be traditional games, right? Yeah, we, no, 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 not no. anymore. Remember, it used to be LSU-Arkansas all the time. Play, well, Texas Tech plays Baylor. Uh, Texas plays Kansas. Is it Texas? No. Texas plays Kansas. All right, uh, well, let, let me, TCU might play Because it's important to look Iowa if, State. If no, teams, uh, if teams yeah, think, that's possible. Yeah. If it's, teams play think they State. have a chance, right? Like sort of like Miami of Ohio this week. Hey, we win this. We can beat Ball State next week and get the six. No, they they played right? Iowa State the week that Penn State played Ohio State. I don't know who TCU plays, but I can tell you this. I'll get it, I'll get it right here. I'll yeah, Michael Collins has played better in the system. Here's the thing about Baylor. They, they're getting better. I can tell you this, especially offensively. And TCU's getting worse. Denzel Mims, but more importantly, Jalen oh, Hurd. Oklahoma has, State at TCU. Okay, so that's... That's not an easy game for them. And if Oak State drops this game, they're going to need that to become bowl eligible. So we'll how, mu- how much does it matter to TCU? I mean, TCU TCU headed into the season thinking they could be a dark horse candidate to win the Big 12. Now you're now you're four and six. Do these kids really no, give a I think damn? They want, I think they want to go home. I think they want to go home. <laughs> I think they do. I think they want to go home, be home for the holidays, be home for their winter break. I think especially the yeah, seniors. Would you rather be at home or you want to listen to uh, you want to listen to Patterson tell you about how crappy you are yeah. and how you let them down during at the practices six, at six for the bowl and six, game. Yeah. And you're facing like a second-rate Mountain it's almost West. Almost a point. I think these kids probably almost want to lose some yeah. of these guys. Minus thinking, ten. oh my God, if we win, I got to hang around here until January. Until December guys, 29th and, and play I a game. And to this coach and, oh, we're six and six because uh, of you did this. And next year, I'm not going to take I it. think it's a very, very valid point. Yeah. Minus, I don't want to win. Minus 11 in turnover margin. TCU. TCU. Yeah. That's horrible. That's horrible. Some part quarterback play. Some part quarterback play earlier in the year. Yeah, Defense has still play. been there. But listen, Baylor's playing better. That win over Oklahoma State showed me that these kids are actually heading in the right direction as yeah. the season comes to a close. And you cannot, you just can't say it enough for Matt Rule, for Baylor, for these kids who have gone through so much to no fault of their own. They want that bowl yeah. game. They get it. It's their last home game. And I watched that game against Iowa State. They were down 28-14. to 14. Charlie Brewer got kicked out for an unsportsmanlike conduct because of the fight with David Montgomery and the player from Baylor. Mon- uh, Brewer, on a second down, gets down to the 10-yard line, yells at the ref. But because there was a fight, he has to be disqualified. Jalen McClendon comes in. And doesn't lead the team on a scoring drive. Otherwise, that was 28 to 21. Yeah. With about four minutes left, you have a game now. So that's why I like Baylor. And they're moving the football. Jalen Hurd's going to be a player. I mean, he's making the transition from running back. He leads the team in receptions. Keep an eye out for him. And they played much better at home. Overs around 52 and a half. I'm taking the over in that matchup. 
Another 12 o'clock game uh, is Northwestern and Minnesota. A lot of pressure on, on Minnesota to become bowl eligible. I hope they do, but they're just the definition of a... Can you back them here? Like, have the Gophers they're ever favorite. changed? No, I can't no. back them. No, they're I can't fa- back they're them. They're favored in this I matchup. can't trust them. Would you take them? Yeah, well, that's one of my best bets. Is it really? I, I like Minnesota because I like what they showed me last week offensively, defensively, did a little more on the ground with Seth Green, the quarterback, mixed it up offensively, defensively created some turnovers, beating Purdue 41-10. to 10. Maybe, maybe it's an aberration. Maybe it's an anomaly. But the team that's coming in to Minneapolis as the Gophers look to get that sixth win is Northwestern. And I just can't imagine Northwestern has anything left. They're already thinking ahead to Michigan or Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. They wrapped up the West last week. Now they go on the road. I, I just I, I think Northwestern is ripe for the picking. I could see Minnesota getting that six. This win. has 2019 written all over to me, one way or the other. It's just so? one of those ugly 21-20 Big Ten it's games. Be cold in Minnesota. I don't know who wins. Like I, I can't bet money on this. Yeah, I can't take it either way. I mean, Northwestern just from last year, they've shown that they can do it down the stretch. And you know, we're thinking that you know they're satisfied. You know, they're going to the Big Ten championship. Yeah. Nothing yeah. to gain. Nothing yeah. to gain for Northwestern. But it's it's, it's Fitzgerald. He's yeah. building. Yeah, me I mean, too. I just had Fitz. I trust in a spot like this more so, but I'm pulling for the golfers. Yeah, I don't, a good I don't guy. love I the game. Get I mean, I, w- I, I want to see PJ. I'm Fleck stressed enough about this. Nebraska game is kicking You're off. You're getting stressed? I, yeah, I want to yeah, get I got to start off there to win, Joe. Like I said, it's been a rough week. We need I, some wins. Uh, I need a win, too. That's why I'm going 130. I love Colorado. Love them with the points and the money line. I think they get the outright how win. How much you get against getting? Utah? Uh, plus two, well, getting seven and plus 230 on the money line with Montez. I'll take that de- bet any day. I mean, Montez, 17 touchdowns. Touchdowns. If he could score first, they're going to force Shelly to match him score for score with no Zach Moss. I'll take that. Right. How about, uh, how about I'll, I'll throw these 12s at you just in case Eddie Gates fell through the cracks because we got guys that like to bet on everything. Uh, you know, we've, we've hit pretty much all of them. And, you know, this is the most patience we've shown. And normally Joe, like, busts my, bust my balls if uh, I don't have more picks early. Right. Today, Joe's, like, uh, patient. Yeah, I, it was, uh, you know, I, I thought the Ole Miss-Vanderbilt game was a 12 o'clock game. And I thought it was scheduled at 12 and they moved it to 7.30 tonight because that's a game that I really like Ole Miss. Okay, in that five, minutes, five minutes to kick off. So, um uh, South Florida Temple. I love Temple there. Temple I can't minus back. fourteen. I can't back. I can't. Too many back. points. Yeah, but I it's wanted- South Florida though. They're giving up two hundred and forty rushing yards per game. Armstead, Citadel, Alabama minus fifty three and a half. Let Let me gotta, guess. Gotta take Hang the on. points. Alabama first half. They're nine and zero. Oh, <laughs> right? Well, no. You know what? I couldn't find a stupid number for it. Last weekend, I can't, I can't take that. I can't take that in any way. I shape would take or the f- points. I mean, fifty two and a half. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Here's the one. Well, Middle Tennessee State out Kentucky. Give me Kentucky, the points. And plus and thirteen. What is it? Sixteen and a half. Oh, yeah, it opened at thirteen. I'll it's take up the to sixteen points. and a half. Yeah, I would take. I'm a, I'm a Middle Tennessee yeah, fan. They I, can I like the a football. lot of those kids. Terry Wilson, if he gets falls, falls. veteran week, quarterback Brent Stocks. Last week we talked about how Rutgers deserves better. Their kids deserve better. I can't they shouldn't be the them. Big Ten. No way. So last week they get to go <laughs> lose to Michigan tonight. Today it's Penn State yeah, rolling but, in here. But here's the thing. They covered against Michigan, covered against Northwest. They play hard, Covered against Wisconsin. The kids play hard. I'm not taking Trace McSorley. He, I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Ta- I'm not going against them. I went Ohio State, them Maryland, 14. Um, we talked about this. You don't like the Terps. You don't trust the Terps. I don't trust the Buckeyes. Team that is averaging 138 passing yards per game, going up against Dwayne Haskins. Even if they look ahead, hey, how about Ohio this nine and zero Colgate team? 
Colgate and Army? No, no. I don't know. Colgate? Now you really have problems. I mean, yeah, you have to have your head examined. They're getting 10 points that. only. You think Army Col- should roll them? Colgate's getting nine, uh, getting 10. Yeah, Army are only 10-point favorites. Against- is that at Mikey or is that at Colgate? It's got to be at Mikey Stadium. It's, uh, yeah, it's at West Point. What's yeah. the Harvard-Yale game? Because that's at Fenway. And I like I love that that atmosphere. I love Fenway's atmosphere more than I like Yankee Stadium with the with the game between. Fenway's Notre Dame smaller. And it's that's why intimate. I like it. And Notre Dame played Boston College there a couple of years ago. It's, it's, it's very... Homie. So well, we're gonna like we're gonna set a comfy. record and we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring up an Ivy League game for the first time here. Why not? Let, Why let, not? Let's, let's expand talk. our reach. Let's talk about everything. Oh, Here's I one. I love. Close my eyes. Not a best bet, but I'll. I, if you're asking me, take the points with Louisville plus sixteen and a half. Oh, over. you're not giving up on Louisville this no, but year. I would take them with sixteen. Joe, and Joe's going to take Louisville every week. Eventually, he's going to win, and, and he's going to be like, I had Louisville. Gun to your head. Would you take Louisville or Florida State in a, in in? If you had to pick one or the other today, Florida State. Uh, yeah, I would take Florida State. What's the number? One. I'd take Florida State Florida over State. Louisville. Yeah, I would take Florida State. Win, win a game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would take yeah. Florida State. All right, I'm taking Louisville. I think Louisville have quit more than FSU. What have you, what have you based your Louisville love on? You, you've been on them since the opener against I just, Alabama. I'll tell you, I, I just like the number with NC State. It opened to 14 and a half, a little bit over 14. They better Yeah, up I, to listen, I, I wouldn't be thrilled the way NC right State's playing. Right now it's nine. Louisville's plus nine. Yeah. That's wrong. Then they didn't bet that line down. You sure? Do about they? That? Do, do they? That's do they have a little more? Line. Do they have a little more juice for for Ward now that Petrino's There's gone? There's no way Louisville's only catching. Yeah, first half number is nine. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. no. Oh, in the game they're getting sixteen and a half. Okay, okay. I like them yeah. plus sixteen and a half. Yeah, it's not not a bad I mean, idea. Yeah, I mean, in, how about the how about the over in that ball game then? I mean, Ryan Finley, you have a Louisville defense. If if that's your your mantra. Then you gotta love the over in that matchup. They they entering last week at Louisville, they allowed eleven hundred rushing yards over three games. Well, that that, mean, that, that brings up a different question. Guessed. Who you know? There have been rumors already about Jeff Brom. Uh, he has denied them, but you know it's a bad situation. But it's only been it's only been what two years since they were a viable program. So people are like, hey, it's a dumpster fire. I think that's an overreaction at this point. I, I think Petrino let it get to dumpster fire level, but they still have talent at Louisville. They have a lot of talent. Yeah, they, next year with a new coach, they can get back on yeah, track. But does know, he take, take that but not now. Does he take no, no, that No, no, not job? now. But I'm, what I'm saying is I've had people tell me, listen, if I'm a coach, I'm not taking the Louisville oh, yeah, job. No, no, they it's have not talent. at that no, point. No, it's no, not at that point. But here's the thing. I mean, I've But had, there is booster issues with the Papa John stuff. There, yes. there are some issues around but Here's the thing. If Where's the money Brom? coming from from the outside? Let's look at it from Jeff Brom. You have to recruit, and even though he's doing a fantastic job, you still have to recruit against Ohio State, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, Mark D'Antonio in Michigan State, Scott Frost now with Nebraska, young head coach, P.J. Fleck. Or do you go to the ACC, back to your alma mater, you have the big dog in Dabo Sweeney and Clemson, but he could possibly jump in a few years to Alabama. Uh, who's your competition out, outside of Justin Fuente? I know, you know, I mean, like, listen, I, I, at this point, at this point, I would rather have a Louisville job. Countdown's on. Give me Nebraska. Kickoff coming up. Go yeah. Huskers. Rich, you're on the Huskers, too? Yeah. Love the Huskers. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Stay with us. We'll come right back. Kickoff right under the way.